Thanks for downloading the Arc Tactic Podcast. I'm Adam Green. In this week's episode, we're joined by Leon Ben Ramon, Director of Modern and Contemporary Art in New York at Heritage Auctions, which is Dallas based and is one of the largest auction houses in the world, best known for coins, memorabilia, and American art, and is now trying to make their mark in New York City and the modern and contemporary areas of the art market. Leon, it's great chatting with you. Nice to speak to you, and uh, thank you very much for having me. The modern and contemporary segment of the art market is extremely competitive, especially on the auction house side of things. You left the gallery world to join Heritage. What was your thought process in terms of why you think you and Heritage will find success entering this market? Um, well, on a, on a personal note, I've always been an entrepreneur. Um, you know, I've owned uh, a few businesses of my own, and uh, most recently, uh, the art gallery that I had in Chelsea for five years. And um, one of the things I really enjoyed during my process uh, looking at Heritage was the entrepreneurial spirit of the company. Um, the company was founded by um, Jim Halprin and uh, and Steve Ivey, uh, and they uh, now have a few other partners, all of which are, are really self-made entrepreneurs. And so that um, was definitely a very attractive aspect to uh, joining the company. But in addition, they really, uh, the, the, the management of the company really gave me the sense that um, the role itself um, would be entrepreneurial um, in the kind of flexibility and leeway um, that I would have and that specifically the, the department has. Um, and, and I think that that really goes a long way in terms of just knowing uh, as having been a dealer for so long and a gallerist uh, what clients and collectors uh, institutions and museums are looking for um, I think that uh, quite a few people have you know expressed to me over the years the kind of dismay or dissatisfaction with working um, with some of the other houses and you know I think it's it's been long overdue to have a, a viable alternative an alternative marketplace um, for uh, collectors and, and consigners to be able to sell their works. Do you have a specific strategy in terms of how to compete initially with some of the larger auction houses in this sector, whether it's the sales setup or the type of art you'll be offering or some other potential competitive advantage? Do you think you'll do things differently or just try to do things better? I think that we uh, don't really see ourselves necessarily as, as competition um, with Sotheby's, Christie's, or Phillips, um, or perhaps even Bonhams for that matter. Um, I really think that we like to place ourselves and we're really operating as an alternative. Um, and, and we do that by uh, implementing a few really key features. Um, one of which is that we, one of the greatest competitive advantages that um, Heritage has is uh, crossover marketing. Because we are the largest collectibles auction house in the world and the third largest auction house in the world, we have just this massive um, and really uh, staggering reach that I think most people underestimate. Um, you know, with a, a you know, billion uh, a year in total sales. 300 million of which are online sales, uh, which I think for a brick and mortar auction house uh, makes us uh, number one, if not uh, in the you know in the in the top. Um, we have really got this amazing ability to reach collectors or potential um, bidders that most uh, auction houses don't have the opportunity to work with. And um, so, a real quick example of that is um, we had actually Chagall work in our in our last auction in, uh, in Dallas on May 31st um, that I had kind of 
taken a look at who was bidding or who was tracking the work and saw a lot of the kind of expected names having been in the art world for so long. Um, but what was really intriguing to me was the fact that uh, the, the collector who ultimately won the lot was a, a comic collector from Chicago. Um, and so one of the unique competitive advantages that we have is being able to capitalize on these cross-marketing opportunities. So um, we've got a great selection of actual uh, Andy Warhol trial proof works coming up in our day sale in Dallas. Um, uh, so one of which is a Pete Rose. So we're cross-marketing that with our sports collectors. Um, uh, the Chanel, we have a Warhol Chanel and uh, a shoes, uh, both of which are uh, cross-marketing with our luxury department uh, where we pioneer the, the secondary market for uh, luxury handbags like Hermes, Chanel, and so on. Um, and we're doing that across the board. So we're doing that with uh, things like the Avanti car, which is in our New York evening sale. Uh, we're appealing to uh, antique automobile and car collectors. Um, and we're also doing that with just a breadth of works across the board um, and that is uh, specifically very very um, that is an, an opportunity that I think Heritage has that most auction houses do not as they've really kind of let those secondary market categories at least for them those collectible categories fall by the wayside and they've decided not to compete in those arenas anymore that's really been where Heritage has had the opportunity to step in and, and succeed um, but additionally um, you know specifically within the realm of modern contemporary art we're not necessarily competing directly in the sense that we're not holding our auctions the the kind of traditional week where modern contemporary auctions are held in New York. Um, that's typically the second week of November. Um, and Chris Fizian is kind of capitalized on this giga week strategy where they're also selling impressionist and modern week, um, modern art that week as well. Um, but we're actually going a, a couple weeks in advance of that. Um, and I think that that really speaks greatly as to what we are trying to do. We're really trying to provide a, a real viable alternative for the middle market and for middle market works. So um, really saying that, you know, a work between 10000 and $100,000 that goes into our day sale really deserves to be marketed and, and you know, um, uh, shown to collectors in an appropriate fashion that I, I personally think uh, is, you know, those works are being overlooked by, uh, by some of the other houses. And for our evening sale, looking at works between 100000 and $5 million, um, and and really being able to market those in a far greater extent than any other house would ever even contemplate or consider and and I think those are also matched up with the kind of business terms that we offer. Um, so whereas some you know the other houses are looking for eight, nine, even you know uh, uh, you know larger consignments, um, you know, and we're not looking at the ten or twenty million dollar consignments uh, or thirty or forty million dollar consignments. Um, we're really putting a lot of uh, great energy and enthusiasm into marketing works. Um, I, even the hundred thousand dollar level, uh, in a way that's re really unparalleled. I just, you know, I, I, having had a, a lot of experience in the auction realm, I, I don't think there are many other houses out there that are going to get uh, as far behind a work as we will, um, uh, especially uh, at the at the lower levels. You'll now be moving forward. You're going to start having sales in New York for modern contemporary as well. Is that right? And how do you think that? Uh enhances um, your guys' push into the market? 
Sure. Well, you know, there's that's kind of a threefold um, answer in terms of you know what the decision was to uh, to sell Modern Contemporary New York. Um, the first one was was purely logistical and operational in the sense that we never really had a, a specialist here, um, and so my joining the company along with our expansion of our New York operation, our Park Avenue offices, um, resulted in giving us kind of uh, the groundwork that we needed in order to um, have a sale of Modern Contemporary Art in New York. Um, in addition, uh, we really, throughout this uh, most recent season, and, and really uh, just the timeline uh, leading up, um, we've been selling modern contemporary art for seven years uh, as a company, and you know that uh, consistently getting fantastic results and showing consigners and bidders that um, you know we are actually an arena. Um, for these works to be sold in uh, kind of culminated in us getting quite a few um, very important consignments, um, one of which is is Ai Weiwei, um, the surveillance camera, which will be featured in the New York auction. Um, once again, kind of really looking at that middle market sweet spot, so not necessarily such a large uh, dollar value lot at four hundred to six hundred thousand, but really a really unique and kind of sexy work. And obviously, Ai Weiwei being the artist at the moment, having this uh, major show at the Royal Academy of Arts in London. Um, this is in particular a very important work from Miserva, being uh, the surveillance camera, um, a work that has been in almost every major show I've ever seen of Ai Weiwei, um, con- you know, consistently referenced and. Um, Reference in major, you know, publications and literature uh, about him, uh, and really being a work that has never been up uh, at auction before. It's it's from a series of fourteen different um, unique works, and and none of them have ever uh, been available on the secondary market, um, as far as I know. And so, you know. That work um, really was one of the major catalysts to us visiting the idea of doing a sale in New York, and then um, that, in addition, led to other fantastic assignment, uh, consignments like the Robert Motherwell painting that we have at 800 to 1.2 million, which is the most expensive work in the in the auction in terms of estimates, um, and that's really like a museum quality work. And I think that we felt strongly as a as a department that that uh, really had to be sold in New York, um, not just for its you know historical placement in New York, so to speak, but um, really because the number of of, uh, of bidders um, that would be based in New York or London, um, uh, it, that the work would really benefit uh, immensely from from being sold in New York. And then the the last part of that. Um, it's really that I think a lot of we really as a company we strive to serve our clients um, uh, both as consigners and as bidders as best as we can Um, and so really our our kind of motto is uh, you know client company self so we're really putting our client first Um, and so we really look at all the lots that we get in during any consignment period and say to ourselves where do we think this would sell best where do we think the consigner would get the most value Um, and so that was also a major kind of impetus to us um, uh, in implementing this New York sale Um, 
Um, I think that there were a great number of consigners and bidders that we've worked with in the past who were ready for us to start selling in New York. Um, and with that said, you know, we are going to continue to sell fantastic lots, um, such as lots that we have in our Dallas day sale, um, in Dallas really being, uh, the only or the largest venue for selling modern contemporary art in the Southwest. Um, so that, uh, not being kind of pushed aside, but really kind of augmenting and complementing what we do in Dallas now by having auctions in New York. And let me ask you just about the broader contemporary art market right now. In the last few months, there's been a lot of global economic uncertainty. How would you characterize the sentiment of the contemporary art market right now? Well, you know, I think... Um, the sentiment of the global market has been um, very sporadic. Um, you know, it, it seems like, and, and really having a layman's understanding of uh, the complexities of the financial markets, it, it seems like they're, the sways are getting quite large and, you know, any small bit of data or information is really setting the markets off in either direction. Um, but with that said, having really uh, lived through and worked through uh, already quite a number of, of you know economic downturns, and thinking back to what that looked like for the art market, um, I remember being at the uh, the Damien Hirst sale at Sotheby's in London the day that Lehman Brothers um, you know uh, went bankrupt or that the bankruptcy was announced, um, and then thinking through that entire season and what you know followed, you know I think. For the art market and within the contemporary um, market, it, it's, you know, almost any financial downturn, I feel really consistently does the same thing where um, there's a flight to quality. So things really shake out. Um, so, you know, maybe some works, lesser works by well-known artists are not trading for uh, as much as they used to, or maybe um, artists that who are not necessarily as established are not trading for what they used to. Um, but I think that's just a natural evolution of markets in general. I think it's important for every market in any given uh, category to kind of, you know, consistently revisit and, and to reassess how important uh, works are really in the larger scheme of things. And, you know, I think that that holds true to the market from 30 or 40 years ago. I, I believe that if you look at, you know, contemporary art catalogs um, from the 80s, at either Sotheby's or Christie's, you will be pretty hard pressed to find, um, you know, uh, 80% of those names in contemporary, um, more post-war and contemporary sales today. And I really think that that speaks greatly towards, um, you know, what happens over time is basically, uh, it's like, you know, a sand shifter, uh, sifter. It's, you know, the quality kind of rises to the top and, and the things that really are not as qualitative or, you know, we really didn't have enough time to see the dust settle and really determine what we thought um, collectively as a society was important um, just falls by the wayside. Leon, thanks so much for coming on the podcast and talking with us about Heritage's plans for the modern contemporary art uh, sector, especially in New York, uh, as well as just your broader thoughts on the art market. And yeah, if our listeners want to learn more about Heritage, if they haven't visited the website before, um, they want to preview the sales, your sales in more detail, what's the website they can go to? You can visit uh, ha.com, uh, www.ha.com, and um, uh, if you would like to preview any of the sales, uh, you can just go to um, ha.com backslash uh, fine art. Perfect. Thanks again, Leon. We appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it.